Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Welcome to this week's Man in the Post Extra Time, the podcast that knows you don't actually have to fly to Australia to realise they won't let you in. Uh, with me this week, I have got Emma. Boss <laughs> venue, how are you? Wait, were you talking to me? Yes. <laughs> oh, okay. It's like, I'm not Russian. Um, yes, I'm... Is that Russian, is it? <laughs> I, didn't really... I don't know, it sounded Russian. I'm drunk. Uh, you are, this is true. On. How many glasses of Plonko have you had? Um, well, there was Kava many, earlier. Many. Um, and then there was some bourbon, light bourbon. There was light bourbon drinking. Um, and now there's a lot of red wine. So it's pretty drunk. Are you in a happy stage or is it going to be some sort of fall off towards the end and you're going to sort of stop? <laughs> Singing Celine Dion songs or something. <laughs> it depends when we start talking about Barcelona. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. Adam, how are you? Yeah, good, thank you. Good, good, good. Right, this week we're going to sort of talk about the only Premier League game that's happened sort of this week, which is uh, Manchester United versus Wolves. Uh, Carabao Cup as well. Uh, bits and bobs of news. Uh, African Nations starts this weekend. Uh, leagues in Spain. Gossip, transfers and... The FA Cup. It's my favourite week of or weekend of football of the season. So, this right. is such a lie. I knew I was waiting to hear someone say it, and I hoped it wouldn't be you. But <laughs> I am. That Why guy. would it have been me? <laughs> because I know how you feel about the FA Cup. Correct. So you know it would never be me. No. Even for lols. <laughs> Right, we're going to start on Monday. So, Manchester United nil, Wolverhampton Wanderers one. Jamatinho in the 82nd minute. Um, Ralph Rangnick's unbeaten start is over. Uh, is it a coincidence that he picked Phil Jones and his unbeaten start is over? <laughs> um, apparently had quite a decent game, didn't he? Uh, after almost two years, I think it's something like 707 days since his last game. Uh, it, was hard, it was hard for me to tell because I got caught out by the fact that it was a Monday, but the game kicked off at 5.30. Oh, yes, it did, didn't it? I was all over the place. So what, did you catch the last 10 minutes, did you? Yeah, pretty much, yeah. <laughs> Fair enough. So did you see the goal? I turned, I turned it on as Bruno Fernandes missed as absolute sitter. Not the free kick then? No, not the free kick before then. Like, the ball fell to him, sort of like... Uh, he might have hit the, even hit the bar, I'm not sure. But, but I felt him on about the penalty spot and he just... Oh yes, I remember, yes. Yeah. The rest of it was haze. And then you saw the uh, Jose Sar save from Bruno Fernandes as well, did you, in the last minute? Yeah. Um, so in the few minutes you saw, what did you make of both teams? 
Um, I came to the conclusion it was probably an uninspiring game and I didn't miss much. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, with the fans... Manchester United, have been, Manchester United have been uninspiring since Ravonic... Well, that's not fair. Uh, before Ravonic took over, but that has not changed anything. And um, I'm very confused by the formation that he plays with the players he has at his disposal. Oh, this is his 4-2-2-2, two, 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 isn't it? Yeah. Um, so, what were Wolves doing against this 4 2 Were they sort of using Adama Traore a lot, or on the wings, or what were they doing? Um, just being better than them. <laughs> Fair enough. Uh, what were the crowd like? Because uh, I know the crowd booed the uh, Mason Greenwood substitution when he went off. Um, they weren't happy with that. I can't remember who came on. Um, but... Uh, yeah, so were there sort of peasants revolting or were they sort of applauding the team off at the end? What was the sort of atmosphere like? Um, no, I didn't see that bad. Sorry, say that again. You went muffly. Did he know well? Yeah. You need Sting to dig him out. <laughs> <laughs> I said... <laughs> I said it was a bank holiday. They were probably all pickled in Chardonnay, like Emma. Oh, okay. You think people I'm not drinking Chardonnay? <laughs> not now. That's a day. That's day wine. Uh, uh-uh, that's cava. We drink cava. Is Chardonnay not sophisticated? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. <laughs> You're speaking too many. Much classier than that. Oh, are you? Okay. Uh-huh. The next few minutes, we'll play play that out. I think <laughs> leave the listeners to decide that. <laughs> um, okay, so the Daily Mirror. Luckily, Emma's, luckily Emma's not on Twitter to see the results of the Twitter poll. <laughs> <laughs> Who the fuck you guys? How can you do that? How caned how was Emma during this podcast? Please vote here. Fuck, fuck you guys. <laughs> uh, okay, uh, the Daily Mirror said that eleven players want to leave. Uh, Manchester United due to uh, it being unhappy uh, and the club in, in sort of sources told the Daily Mirror that it's a bad atmosphere so uh, Baye Lingard, uh, Donny van der Beek, uh, Dean Henderson um, and Anthony Martial are players linked with a move away and I think Axel Tuanzebe has been linked with a move to Napoli as well on loan. Um, well, those are crushing losses are they? None of them start matches. <laughs> Or in the case of like Donny van der Beek, play any of them. <laughs> like he's lucky if he makes it to the bench. Dean Henderson, Danny, I guess. Uh, Donny, Donny van der Beek would be better off being Fred the Red. <laughs> He'd get more time on the pitch. What about D- uh, Dean Henderson? There's, I mean, he's a exceptional or oh, a very good goalkeeper, isn't he? Um, yeah, but you can only play one at a time. You can, but David de Gea is not been there forever, is he? We might be. Well, they thought he was going to leave at the end of last season, but he's still there. And the year before that, and the year uh-huh. before that. Yeah. It's I almost th- like being like one of the like the fourth highest paid player in the Premier League is worth <laughs> sticking around for. Mm-hmm. I always think, you know the meme where the couple are walking through that sort of European city and it, the guy looks around at the, the, the other woman who's sure. walking away. I always think he looks like a young David De Gea. <laughs> David De Gea, the meme guy. <laughs> There's a great interview. I see what you mean. Yeah. Whereas at the moment, he just looks like Locke from Game of Thrones with all his beard and hair and everything. And ironically, uh, that is very much the David De Gea behaviour, isn't it? 
He's there walking along with Manchester United, earning looking a shit ton of money. Looking, <laughs> looking at that Madrid fax machine as it walks past him. <laughs> um, yeah, the Glazers have said there's money for Ralph Rangnick. Um, have you heard Football Weekly this, uh, today, Adam? Uh, some suggestion on there that uh, agents have been briefed uh, who are now briefing the media to say things like um, the players don't really know his method or trust his method some of the players had to google him to see who he was and you know all this sort of thing which as Emma was saying before we recorded that's not quite the burn they think it is that actually says a lot (laughs) that says a lot about the players rather than who rang is what you were saying wasn't it Um, Richard Arnold, not the one from GMTV, uh, said he's going to take over from Ed Woodward, who leaves on the first of February. Um, I don't reading... think he's he said it, Chris. You made it sound like he's just like he stuck his flag in there. Oh, no, sorry, no, he is definitely going to. <laughs> yeah, take it. Can I take over? Emma Gabriel Garcia will take over from <laughs> Ed Woodward. On... <laughs> Um, yeah, so uh, I, know, I was reading a bit about him in The Athletic today. The Athletic, who had been taken over. Um, I was reading a bit about him in The Athletic. Can I take over The Athletic? <laughs> of course you can. Did the same guy take over The Athletic? Is this a tough thing? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah, so Richard Arnold's going to be taken over from Ed Woodward. Um, they're talking about a little bit of the differences between the two of them. So uh, Richard Arnold is uh, one who's more sort of hands-on involved. So he's going to be based in Manchester. Apparently, throughout all his time, Woodward was based in the Manchester United offices in London, which I didn't know. Are they both white men? They are white men. They sound terribly different. But they both went to the same university. (laughs) There we go. Diverse. Yeah. Um... uh, United, by the looks of things, haven't got a too troubling a run until March, I think somebody said. Um, are they just going to bumble on? But the other thing is as well, if Randnick's going to leave and go upstairs in June, why would the Glazers back him with money now? And also, why would the players listen to him now? Well, because if, if he's going to be director of football, then he can still make coherent decisions, right? Yeah. So I actually thought that when it was announced that that bit made a bit of sense, but you're also forget ruling out the possibility that he doesn't announce himself as his own successor. Oh, that's true. I guess he did do. <laughs> that would be amazing. Yeah, I think I remember tweeting at the time, it's disappointingly uh, sensible, the decision to hire Randick. Um, I had a book that arrived this week all about the rise of Red Bull, so I, I imagine he'll be featuring quite a lot in it. I'm looking forward to reading that. Um, and yeah, and I, it, it really made me uh, question the decision when he was being uh, called out on TV after the game by Paul Lintz, saying... So some of the better thinkers in the game. <laughs> Maybe that's where you know you're going right. Yeah, it's like a... It, look what, like a Piers Morgan sort of... Yes. ...weather vein, like... Mm. Are, are your opinions in line with Piers Morgan? No. <laughs> uh, OK, moving on to Wednesday night, the Carabao Cup, Liverpool versus Arsenal didn't play. Uh, Liverpool asked for it to be postponed due to COVID, so the only game that went ahead was um, Chelsea 2 Spurs nil. Um Kai Havertz uh, scored after some sloppy Spurs play. It was uh, Emerson Royale's, um, he couldn't quite control the ball from Tanganga, who passed him, that allowed Alonso to steal in and uh, set up Havertz to score. Havertz, who broke his finger in the process of scoring. And then a lovely own goal Why by... Why using his hand? Uh, well, uh, I don't know. I think he crashed into the post, I think, when he scored. 
Um, and also, um, He's doing it wrong, then, isn't he? <laughs> ben Davis' own goal, uh, a heady <laughs> clearance hit him and went in. <laughs> Very Spursy that goal was. I have I have a serious question hmm. about this. Are Spurs okay? <laughs> like, are, are they okay? Because the things I saw and the highlights for that would suggest they are not okay. This seems very on brand for Spurs. There's Spursy and there's whatever that was. <laughs> like that was next level. It was wild. I can't imagine they've had a had a fun couple of days since then after Conte's managed to extract his revenge. I imagine it's never mind ketchup, I imagine they've just had a life of a gruel and water. <laughs> bread and water, prison food, bread and water. <laughs> Cold gruel. Doing and laps. Running them down the terracing at White Hart Lane all day. Just running up that, running up the steps of that one stand. <laughs> yeah, uh, Chelsea nineteen shots compared to Spurs's five. It didn't look like a great performance by Spurs, and you know they've blown a very good chance by the looks of it to um, to get into the to the final. And they've not won a trophy since two thousand eight. So can we see them getting over this? No, uh, what, no? no. okay. Stop. Stop it. Fair enough. No. Uh, Romelu Lukaku played. Are we all happy to see him play? Yes. Always. Did his hostage video apology seem normal or, or just a weird piece that of drama? That, that wasn't written by him. <laughs> That's for sure. No. Do we even reckon it was him? They can, they can do a lot with AI and sort of things nowadays. <laughs> was, was the clock behind him saying the, whole, the same time the whole way, or was it... <laughs> Cutting wildly back and forth. I saw Tuchel get interviewed after the game, um, and the interview. I think it was Jan Argafiotov uh, interviewed him and said, "Sort of, you know, what's it been like with uh, Lukaku the last couple of days?" And um, uh, Tuchel replied, "I've had to deal with the Bamiyang and uh, Neymar. This was nothing <laughs> in comparison." But ironically, now being linked with a Bamiyang. Oh really? Yeah. He doesn't want to bring that into his life again. No. <laughs> Or he really wants to bring that into his life for the game for some reason because he's a ma- <laughs> some sort of yeah he's some sort of masochist maybe yeah just he looks agent like of he chaos he looks like he might be he looks like he might secretly like that doesn't he yeah yeah he does how old is he now um, Aubameyang must be thirty two thirty three it's gonna be in his thirties right yeah yeah probably um thing I noticed about Thomas Tuchel which is weird. Before the game on Sunday, he was, you know, they do that um, pre-match interview that probably happens quite a long way before, like an hour before the game with, um, what's his face, Jeff Shreves. Yeah. Yeah? Mm-hmm. He was wearing a baseball cap. Nothing unusual about that. He wears it all the time. Different baseball cap to the one he wore on the sideline, though. Oh, okay. Why is he going to the game with two baseball caps? Maybe they're standard Chelsea issue. Maybe he's got a lucky hat. What, he doesn't want to let the luck run out. He says to put it on. Yes. Maybe he puts it on exactly 17 and a half minutes before kickoff. If he's worn that lucky hat throughout his career, does that mean he's wearing a Dortmund hat at the um, on the Chelsea dugout? You have to ask Emma. Is Emma's lucky hat? <laughs> I mean, I don't know if it's a thing. I'm just trying to, you know... Wine. Make a thing for him. <laughs> um, Make a reason. 
If he's Lukaku... a man with too many baseball caps in his life, is what he is. If Romelu Lukaku is desperate to tee up again with Lautaro Martinez, does it not make sense for Chelsea to buy him rather than Aubameyang? He's not Leo Messi, though, are you? You're not just buying friends for him. Well, no, that's true. But I think I think Inter are desperate for money, which is why they sold him Lukaku in the summer. So you never know. Um, anyone say anything? Claim that that wasn't the case, though. Didn't he claim that he left because they wouldn't offer him a new contract? Wasn't that part of the interview? Oh, okay. I seem to remember it being. I don't. I didn't. Okay, you might. I imagine right. both parts of that can be true. Yes. But I'm sure the spin he put on it was they wouldn't give me a new contract, so I left. And claims he turned down City at the same time, didn't he? Yes, that's right, yeah. Uh, anyone got anything on the uh, Liverpool-Arsenal postponement? Liverpool faking it so they don't have to play? <laughs> when you go on their Wikipedia page and see how many <clears throat> people they name in their squad, it's a bit of a, it's a bit rich. Mm. Don't put them all in. Don't give kids number 94. Hey, they're going to retire that 66 shirt in 15 years' time when Trent retires. Um... Yeah, I, I, yeah I, I don't have a huge amount of sympathy for teams with large squads um, complaining or teams with sort of armies out on loan complaining. Actually, I'm not going to throw stones because I really wanted Barcelona's game to get postponed and they didn't postpone it. So, just, <laughs> your squad isn't very big, so maybe I'll still throw stones. Oh, before you, before I forget, I want to ask you a quick question about Barcelona, but we'll come back to it again in a bit. Um, Yusuf Demir, is it true that you can't play him because otherwise you have to pay him a whole load of money if he, play, if he plays one more game? He's gone back to where he came from. I see. Yes. Oh. I don't know why I sang that. <laughs> Felt uh, like the right thing to do. <laughs> over the course of the day, I can think about seven or eight reasons why you might have sang that. <laughs> <laughs> They're quite liquidy reasons. Very. <laughs> uh, okay, right. Bits and bobs of news. So, um, Afcon starts this weekend. Uh, most of the games are on Sky. Uh, well, all the games are on Sky. I think BBC is showing sort of ten or so games as well. Uh, host Cameroon kick off on Sunday against Burkina Faso, uh, and then it's Ethiopia versus Cape Verde. Um, Comoros Islands and the Gambia make their debut. Sierra Leone making their first appearance since 1996. So. Uh, favourites really probably were not looking far past Algeria who won the Arab Cup uh, Nigeria Ivory Coast Morocco Ghana uh, Senegal or Cameroon um, anyone going to be watching this tour over these next few weeks you know how you I feel about international football sorry Emma what did you say you know how I feel about international football this is quite nice international football still international football I mean, I figure you'll probably make me watch it at some point. So, yeah. uh, Adam, sorry, what did you say? You know the answer, deep down. As if you're working at home, you're not going to stick it on in the background or anything. Because no. they're not... Does it not excite you one little bit? I mean, this isn't sort of... It's not the Suzuki Cup that I've been talking about the last few weeks. This is a well-established tournament. Older than the Euros. No, it and it's not. usually mental. Sorry? It's usually crazy. Yeah, it's usually good fun to watch. Yeah, there's another shootout, like the Zambia final. I'm here, there for that, but that feels like a once-in-a-lifetime event. You're not going to watch any of it? No. 
if 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 the only other option when I'm looking on my TV is the Vicar of Dibley, it has a shot. <laughs> what about Burnley versus Everton? <laughs> it's got a shot. <laughs> uh, well, just like you, uh, Mario Lamina and um, Pierre Emerick Aubameyang will be having to watch the uh, at least the first game on TV because they contracted COVID. They were spotted out in Dubai uh, at a nightclub, and um, yeah, now they've got got COVID. Of course, they have. <laughs> Uh, Siri, show me man who's learnt nothing the last few weeks. Um, other, other bits and bobs news is uh, Inter versus Bologna that took place on Wednesday, um, or was due to take place on Wednesday. High number of Covid cases in the Bologna camp meant that the local health authority uh, quarantined Bologna. However, Serie A, uh, the league, refused to cancel the fixture. So. Uh, Inter had to turn up, so they had to turn up, they had to warm up, the referee had to go out and inspect the pitch and make sure the nets were all in the right place, uh, as normal, uh, and Inter were given a 3-0 win. Seems very Scotland versus, was it Scotland versus Estonia where they did that, didn't they? I hope that was on TV. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it would have been on BT Sport, I guess, wouldn't it? I'd love to hear what Paul Inter had to say about that. Former Inter player Paul Inter, he's, you know, he's got a horse in the race. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Oh, Julian Knight, who's the chair of the uh, Department of Culture, Media and Sports Select Committee, he said the UK should uh, cancel its joint bid with Ireland on the uh, 2030 World Cup, um, calling it a giant expensive vanity project and says we should concentrate on hosting Euro 2028 instead. <laughs> Which isn't also a giant expensive vanity project. <laughs> that was my first thought, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, how do we feel about that, Adam? I mean, I guess a lot of it will be uh, around about your house. Um, should it go ahead in 2030? Uh, are you... I mean, things we're not going to be allowed to do anyway, so why, how about we don't bother wasting some money bidding on them? Well, that's true. That's very true. Um, <clears throat> it'd be nice. I mean, We, oh, we ruined our shot of that in June. <laughs> no, apparently... Uh, Seferitin, the UEFA president, said that uh, that hasn't affected any chances of future events. Liar. <laughs> With the fingers crossed behind his back. I'd quite like to see... In 20... <laughs> as, long as, as long as your prime is big enough. <laughs> 2030, I'd quite like to see it go to Uruguay, I guess, being the centenary. Um, oh, that'd be nice. Yes, because I think they'd think about doing a joint bid with Argentina, aren't they? Um, that, I, yeah, that, I that'll go well. That. Yeah, <laughs> That'd be a nice friendly cooperative sort of situation. Yeah, we don't have our Uruguayan ambassador on tonight, but I can only imagine what she would think to that. Yeah. Uh, Southampton have been bought by Serbian media firm Sport Republic, who are owned by uh, Dragon Solak. Um, Sports Republic uh, for £100 million have got an 80% shareholding. Um, they also hold the Serbian Premier League rights, so some people thinking that's not as transparent a... Um, <laughs> I learned so much things here about this story. Right, one, I did not know that Southampton were owned by the Chinese previously. Mm -hmm. uh, two, why would you sell your football club to a man who's named Dragon and who looks like he's the bad guy from the Taken movies? Uh, he looks like he's partaken in ethnic cleansing. <laughs> he's, I've not seen him, but he sounds like he looks like the guy from Tenon. <laughs> Uh, I, get, I think Dragon's not a particular... He looks like the bad guy from an 80s action movie when all of the bad guys were from Eastern Europe. <laughs> I mean, Dragon's not an unusual name in Serbia, is he? He looks like he's he's made his money in people smuggling. Dragon's well, not at least, at least in At least in human misery. 
Anyway, Serbians are bad people. We all know this. Some Serbians. Sure. One of them is a very nice one that helped me in my book, so he's lovely. Um, was I the only one surprised that you could buy Southampton for £100 million? Pounds? Uh, you think that's too cheap or too expensive? Well, they've got a lot of debt, haven't they? Wasn't... Um, and it's Southampton. But wasn't Newcastle like £300 million? Um, I don't know that came down in the end, but I'm sure he would... He wanted 300 million for them. Maybe Newcastle didn't have the level of debt uh, that um, Southampton Maybe the had. Chinese just wanted out of there. Yeah. I've only been to Southampton once, and after a few hours in there, I was quite ready to go home again. <laughs> hey, leave it alone. <laughs> oh, now you're getting all protective. <laughs> it's grim up north. Um <laughs> Yeah, so imagine going all the way to Newcastle. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah, it's very grim up north. I can say that because you're very much north of me. <laughs> uh, okay, so Arsenal have been fined £20,000 after failing to control their players during the Premier League loss to Manchester City. Um, this relates to players surrounding uh, the referee Stuart Atwell after Gabriel's red card. Yeah, they did do that. Um, £20,000 doesn't sound like a huge deterrent. It's a fine they can easily afford. Uh, yes, I think they probably can. Um, Alan Davis this yeah, that, week. That reminds, me, that reminds me that every time I go home, every time without fail, and I watch a game, a game of football with my stepdad, every time he will ask me, how much do you reckon the players get fined for being booked? Do you reckon it's just a tenner like the FA, like you do if you're playing on a on a pitch on on a on Hackney Marshes? Mm. I reckon it probably is. Just an admin fee. I think it must be as well. We need one of the well, players' payslips to be leaked. Like at the time that they um, they leaked John Arnold Reese's payslip. Wayne pay Bridges slip. as well, wasn't it? Carlos Tevez's was. Uh, John Arnold was because he claimed expenses back for something like a parking space or something like that, which cost him about two pounds fifty. Um, yeah, so uh, there's something ridiculous on that. Yeah, I'd quite like to see like. Vinnie Jones's payslip, if that was ever leaked. Whatever the whoever the tough tackler always getting booked now is. Um, yes. Um, did anyone see um, or hear uh, Alan Davis's little rant on the Arsenal podcast this week? Is it as good as the one he did about Roman Abramovich about 15 years ago? I, I imagine it's probably on the same lines. He was obviously very miffed about uh, the result this weekend and how Manchester City celebrated and he said they're a crap club and players that dive and blah 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 and why don't no one likes the owners why don't the owners clear off back to the desert and all that sort of thing please tell me you're, you're massively paraphrasing when you the phrase <laughs> clear off back to the desert no he said that <laughs> oh that was how he finished it then no I'm not a fan he talked for about a minute and a half, or he ranted for about a minute and a half, getting very, very more and more squeaky. Um, and by the end of it, only Jamie Carrigan and dogs could hear him. Uh, but yeah, <laughs> he, he definitely end said, um, clear off back to the desert. Nice. Yeah, classy guy. Stay classy. Yeah, well, this is the guy who, in the past, has um, ranted about Liverpool refusing to play league games on the anniversary of Hillsborough and said how unfair that is. So... I quite, I was quite liked him in QI, but then 
he does have moments of bellendery. He was on um, the last season of Taskmaster, and he, at one point he was wearing a hoodie that had um, Kirk Van Houten's drawing of dignity. Amazing. <laughs> but you can't win them all. No, I guess you can't. Did anyone see the... Because obviously, have you guys seen how Ferran Torres... Oh, not Ferran Torres. Uh, Rodri celebrated uh, his winning goal last week. Um, yeah, by running he, towards the wrong set of crowd. Yeah, and he his took shirt his off. shirt off and <laughs> ran towards the Arsenal fans and had shit thrown at him for it. So, uh, somebody on Twitter, they um, they sort of created a picture and it was uh, Rodri. Uh, and in the background, sort of like in heaven, was a picture of Emmanuel Adebayor. And um, <laughs> <laughs> it had Rodri saying, how did I do, Dad? <laughs> I hope Rodri got fined because essentially he was inciting a riot. Yeah, but his was funny. Fair, okay. If that's the rule, it's just got to be funny. <laughs> yeah, you can't seriously um, not control your players. That's a fine. Hilariously not controlling your players is not fine. Okay, sure. Yeah. I can get on board. <laughs> uh, okay, so what else have we got? Um, Middlesbrough defender Mark Bowler uh, has been told to take education course after a homophobic tweet um, that he made was unearthed. Um, he made the homophobic t- tweet 10 years ago when he was 14. Oh, no. People change. Uh, yeah. In theory. Well, at least is they it... get more educated and know yeah, not to say it... it out loud. Is it not... Is it not... Is it not possible that maybe he might have had that education in the next last 10 years and maybe not? Yes. It seems a not bit... Think, not try and be the same edgy 14-year-old that he thought he was. <laughs> It seems a bit petty, As we know, 14-year-olds are super edgy. <laughs> well, we know about that, don't we, Adam? I've been listening to a podcast this week, what um, people are like about teenagers. Yeah. Um, yeah. Uh, Liga MX starts this weekend. Atlas are going to uh, try and defend their title. Uh, Al Shorter won the Baghdad derby, beating Al Zawa 2-1. So Al Shorter are now 11 points clear of Al Zawa, who are in second place, although they do have a game in hand. Uh, and Diego Alonso has been unveiled as the new Uruguay coach. He was recently coach of Inter Miami. Uh, bits and bobs of leagues. So, um, we go to Spain because it's been the Copa del Rey this week, hasn't it, Emma? Sure has. It has. So, <laughs> you're going <laughs> to... Oh, dear. Right. Pronunciations. Here we go. Deep breath. <gasps> Alkiano of the third tier. Is that right? Uh, I don't know who you're talking about. Alkiano. A-L-C-O-Y-A-N-O. Okay. Uh, they lost 3-1 at home to Real Madrid. They were drawing that game for quite some time. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I'm going to look at the pictures. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, Alkiano. Okay. okay. Yeah, you're right. Linares, Linares Deportivo? Linares. Linares. Oh, I was trying to go too much with the accent. Uh, again, they're in the third tier. They lost two at home to Barcelona. Um, Almost won. They did. So uh, Linares were winning from the 19th to the 63rd minute. Uh, yeah. What happened? Uh, Barcelona aren't very good. <laughs> yeah, but they're in the third tier. Uh, I don't know what your point is. <laughs> yeah, Barcelona B won that game um, like two months ago. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And and easier. Um, but now we we have a lot of COVID-related absence. Um, Araujo and De Jong both got injured. Araujo, I think, broken his arm or his wrist or something. He went off with his arm in a sling. Um, it's just bad times. It's, it's, we're not very good. Hey, you know who did play? Who did play? He's 38 years old. He looks like Blanca. Hi, 
He looks like Blanca from Street Fighter 2. Danny, Danny. That's racist just because he's from Brazil. No, he does look like him. And he's not... A, does he have electric powers? I don't know. Maybe. He's not green. Well, it was... He's not green. <laughs> he is not green. <laughs> he always reminds me of a mix of him or um, like an angry Joe Cole. Uh, mouth full of wine when you said that. <laughs> right. Oh my giddy on. Right. Okay. Uh, okay. Here we go. One, two, three. Pomferadina. <laughs> what was that? Pomferadina. Pomferadina. There's early one. <laughs> Sorry. They drew one one with Espanol. Uh, Espanol won that three one on penalties. Uh. I've got I've, again. I've got to find the fixtures because whatever that was <laughs> wasn't a word I've ever heard before in my entire life. P O N F E R R A D I N A. Pomferradinha. Okay. What? Pomferradinha. Pomferradinha. Yeah. Them. There was a giant killing horse as Atlético Baleares. Uh huh. Is that right? You actually did that right. Are they in the Balearic Islands? That's right, Baleares. Are they in the Balearics? Uh, that I don't know. Okay. I guess so. They beat Celta Vigo 2-1. Leganes! I turned up at half-time. I know, I wish I didn't. It was uh, 1-0 at half-time to Real Sociedad. Um, but Leganes, they staged a comeback, but not quite. It was um, Real Sociedad beaten 3-2. And then another close one, finally, FC <laughs> FC Cartagena won Valencia 2. Cartagena. What? Cartagena. <laughs> Cartagena. 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 Uh-huh. Cartagena. Them. <laughs> they, lost... <laughs> they lost two on to Valencia. So, uh, back to league action this weekend. So, yeah, you got of... those names down. Yes, like like El Nativo. <laughs> oh, did you see the um did you did you see the mafia guy caught in Spain this week? Uh, no. He was, uh, he's been on the run from Italy for the last 10 years. Uh, and some eagle-eyed Italian policeman spotted him on Google Street View in a town northeast of Spain. Or, uh, northwest, northwest of Madrid, sorry. Uh, he was, <laughs> he was, fun. he was hanging out outside a restaurant. And, um, some policeman, for whatever reason, saw him. Went, I know him. Amazing. <laughs> uh, okay, so back to the league. Um, Real Madrid top on 46 points, Sevilla 41. Betis who lost their last two, 33. Um, Atletico Madrid on 32, who won last week after losing, I think it was their last five. Yeah. Uh, and then 31 points, they're getting up there. It's Barcelona. So this weekend, it's going to be Granada versus Barcelona, Real Madrid versus Valencia. Uh, Rai Vaikana versus Betis, that'd be quite a good one. Um, Sevilla, Getafe, and Villarreal, Atletico Madrid. So, how are you going to get on against Granada? Um, probably going to lose. Uh, <laughs> I say that for everyone, though. So, <laughs> feels like part of the process. Yeah. Um, yeah, but th- there might be some fun games, though. Sociedad versus Delta might be fine. Um... Uh, I'd, normally I'd say that Villarreal versus Atleti would be fun, but Atleti are not fun. So, <laughs> um, what about Vicano Betis? Because uh, Vicano obviously doing very well at home. Betis, they flew high and then they got that like, sort of Icarus. They got their sort of wings burnt and they, they are their getting two. their wings clipped a little bit, aren't yeah. they? Yeah. 
Um, yeah, that should be fun, actually. It should be really interesting. Um, but we only want good things for Betis. So. Well, we certainly do. And Sevilla Getafe, because Getafe beat Real Madrid last week, didn't they? They did, yeah. I'm not entirely sure how that happened. But, yeah, yeah they did. Yeah. yeah I, do you think this is one of these games where sort of Getafe will lose 3-0 and then the manager will think, well, you know, how on earth will we beat Real Madrid one week and then play like this the next yeah, and they probably will get smushed by Sevilla, I would imagine. Yeah. They're not very good, are they? Uh, no. Um, the Levante manager, uh, he had to talk to the Levante fans for about 45 minutes after the game on, I think it was Monday when they played Villarreal, wasn't it? Yeah, they're, they're, they're not happy. No, they. I mean, they were awful. I watched some of that game and I think... Um, I don't know whether Villarreal felt sorry for them or whether they just sort of got comfy and decided not to bother trying to score after that. But um, but yeah, he had to talk to the fans for about 45 minutes afterwards. Um, might need a bit of TLC, Emma. <laughs> yes, I will be in his DMs. Don't worry about it. Uh, I feel a bit sorry for him, though, because I'd... he's on a... he's got an impossible job. Mm. Uh, he's not going to keep them up. There's nothing he can do. And I don't, and I think it's his first head coach job, so I'm not, I don't, yeah, I just don't think it's, I feel a bit bad for him. He's been at Levante for That's a while. That's because I think he's really hot. <laughs> he's been at Levante for a while, hasn't he? So he's sort of worked his way up. Yes, he was just like a coach, yeah. And it'd be horrible if he worked his way up through all those different sort of youth categories, <laughs> then get the main... get them relegated. <laughs> and then fired after six months, yeah, that'd be pretty awful. Yeah, yeah, I feel a bit bad for him. <laughs> but I'll, I'll give him a job. Uh, okay, I'm sure he'll be um, pleased, <laughs> pleased and scared to know that. Um, <laughs> As he should be. Yeah. What else we got? So in Italy, Inter Milan the top on 46 points, AC Milan 42. Napoli have lost three out of their last four on 39. Uh, as are Atalanta. There have been games going on the last couple of days, so the, the game's playing tonight, so that might be a little different uh, by the time you hear this. Uh, Venezia playing Milan, um, Inter playing Lazio, Napoli versus Sampdoria, and Udinese versus Atalanta. Um, Venezia, I didn't realise Ethan Ampadu from Chelsea's on loan there. Um, not a bad play to go play still play football for a year, is it? Nice. Yeah. Nice kit as well. I've got a, a Venezia kit. They're really they nice. They are nice, actually. Yeah, they, they are really nice. They do look really nice. Yeah. Uh, Bundesliga, um, Bayern are on 43 points, then Dortmund 34, Freiburg 29, Leverkusen 28. So Bayern are playing uh, Borussia Mönchengladbach this weekend as everyone is back after their uh, midwinter break. Frankfurt are playing Dortmund, Freiburg are playing Byfield, and Bayer Leverkusen playing FC Union. Adam, how do you reckon these fixtures are going to go? I'm confused. I thought like, the Bundesliga winter break was normally like eight weeks. That's what I thought, but yeah, no, uh, there's games tomorrow, being Friday. Yeah. Those poor Thai Germans, eh? <laughs> I think they're playing in empty stadiums, aren't they? Um, Everybody should be. Well, I think yeah. it depends on, uh, I think it's done on a region by region basis in Germany. Oh, okay. Fair enough. Um, so how do you reckon these are going to go? I wasn't listening, but I'm, I'm going to go with uh, Bayern Munich winning. <laughs> so Bayern Munich versus Borussia Mönchengladbach. Frankfurt yeah. versus Dortmund. Um, that'll be hilarious in some way or another. <laughs> uh, Freiburg versus Armenia Byfield. A draw. And Bayer Leverkusen versus FC Union. Um, 
FC Union, why not? Yeah, okay. Yeah, uh, that, might be a, that might be an upset, I don't know. <laughs> um, PSG uh, are top in France on 46 points, 13 ahead of both Nice and Marseille, who are on 33. So this weekend it is Bordeaux versus Marseille, uh, Brest v Nice, which I can't wait for the fixtures to be the other way around for the obvious pun. Um, and Sunday night is going to be a good one. That's going to be Lyon versus PSG. Um, so stay tuned to your BT Sport for that one because that's always good fun with the atmosphere there. Uh, gossip. Guys, give me a yay or nay on some of these. So Ruben Neves to Manchester United. Adam, what do you reckon? Sure, why not? Emma? He deserves better than that. <laughs> that's true. Uh, Philippe? What, 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 being showered with riches? He deserves to just play better football in a team that'll win stuff. Uh, and still get the riches. That's a good point. Yeah, he can have it all if he wants. More than one place to get riches. Correct. Uh, Felipe Coutinho to Aston Villa on loan. Emma. I'm paying for his flight. <laughs> I'm driving in there myself. I will take him to Birmingham. Not in your current um, condition, you're not driving. Whatever he needs, I will buy, I will buy him a house. Uh, I just want him gone. Okay. Do you reckon it will happen? Imagine Steven Gerrard doing you a solid. I will be forever in his debt, and that's not the place <laughs> I want to be. But here we are. <laughs> Uh, do you reckon it will happen? Yes, because we need it to happen. <laughs> well, well, the bad news is that at the beginning of the day, there were five clubs involved, and I got a push notification from Sky to tell me it's down to two now. <laughs> so, as long as there's still two. Well, at one point, one of them was Everton, so I'm hoping it's... <laughs> nah, y'all ain't got that money. No, I hope not. What, new... for a loan? Yeah, we're going to need money. <laughs> was Newcastle not any of those teams? They were interested. That man costs us £140 million. Euros. Yes. We're going to need some money for a loan. Those lovely, lovely euros. Hello, Virgil. <laughs> Come join Come our in. central defence. I hate you guys so much. <laughs> uh, okay. Oh, God. I, I can't even bring myself to read this one out. Divock Origi to Lazio. No, oh, no. I'm so sorry. My heart would genuinely break. But you little... can't let him go now, though, right? Because you need him because of the African Cup of Nations. Well, exactly. I can't well, see that. It'd just be dumb. Why would you do that? Do you remember when, um, uh, was it Ralph Wiggum gave Lisa a card, a Valentine's card, and she sort of threw it back in his face, and then someone pulled <laughs> Ralph's heart out and said, you won't be needing this anymore? <laughs> yeah. That's kind of how I feel the day that he'll leave. The one with Ralph is the bit where you can pinpoint where his heart yeah, breaks. Yeah. Oh, okay, fine. And the other one the is one the one with one the, heart the babysitter. Is... Yeah. Falls, uh, when Bart falls in love with the babysitter. Uh, okay, fair enough. Uh, but yes. Right, if you're going to pinpoint Don't do what it you, all. You, don't you do it either of us are here. You very much bought a knife to a gunfight there. <laughs> <laughs> this is I I would go on mastermind with that. So <laughs> Oh, someone meant to mastermind this week. I didn't watch it with their specialist subject it was Fernando Torres. I mean okay. Good for it, them. That feels like quite a specific are you allowed to do that? Well, have a specialist subject. That's the whole point, isn't no, it? But that's quite narrow, isn't it? Was was there a question which would ask to explain why he's like so buff now? Like he's <laughs> being in the gym like way more than when he was an actual professional footballer. I like steroids, human growth hormone. Yeah, but he's kind of missed the point of it. <laughs> we had his best years. 
Uh, that's probably true. Yeah. I think we did. Uh, okay, um, Dembele to Bayern Munich if uh, Kingsley Coman leaves Bayern Munich. Which Dembele? Your Dembele. There's so many. Usman Dembele. Uh, again, we need the money, so goodbye. <laughs> I love that kid, though. I do. I love him. I don't want to give up on him, but... It's odd how much you don't want to give up on him. <laughs> I know. It's like I'm personally invested in him. It's like too much, yeah. It is yeah. It is a little bit like you've bought shares in them. It's a bit like how I own like 11 shares in my bank and I try and get everyone to sign up. <laughs> Speaking I of which, Chris, mm-hmm. do you... <laughs> I love him. I, I, just, I just think he's got such potential if he just was a professional about it. Oh, do you think? Uh, that game the other week when you had those two of the children up front. Mm-hmm. Oh, I can't remember who it was. Uh, I don't think he did very well at all. On. No, no, he was playing up front with them. I can't remember their names. I can't remember. I think you... uh, Abdi. Yeah. Um, and Ferran. Yes, uh, I don't think he did very well at all in that game. It, that was like a. That was against Sevilla, right? That was Sevilla. Yeah, I seem to remember lots of red. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I, um, no, I thought that was a chance he really had to sort of be the mature one or shine or you know sort of step up well, to the plate. Well, the reason that we qualified for the next round of the Copa del Rey. You don't be winning the Copa del Rey. That takes you away from your Champions that's, League aspirations. That's, that's... I mean, sweet, even, even Coleman won the, <laughs> the Copa del Rey. Well, there you go. By the way, do you know that we're playing the Spanish Super Cup in the middle in Saudi Arabia in like next week? Yeah, it's not the first time. Italy. I know, but it's still happening here in COVID times. But it used to happen also because it used to happen at the beginning of the season, right? Yes, but then they changed it so four teams are in it instead of two, and it's like a knockout competition. So who's going yeah. with you? Uh, it's ice, is it is it Real the winner Madrid. of the league and the winner of the Copa del Rey and Barcelona and Real Madrid? Yeah, essentially. <laughs> That's written into the bylaws somewhere. Yeah. Uh, okay, next for oh, next rumor, Adam. Uh, Luca Digne to either West Ham or Newcastle. He deserves a better forever home than that. <laughs> he does. Uh, I love that man with all of my heart. You're you're in your happy phase, aren't you? <laughs> he can go. He can go with my blessing, and I will scorn Rafa Benitez until the day he dies. <laughs> uh, so Gina Dest to Chelsea. Show me the money. <laughs> oh really? I, I thought he was fairly decent. You're not happy with him? Show me yeah, but, but the money. money. <laughs> Chris, you can be decent, but money. Oh okay. <laughs> Well, speaking of money, uh, fabulously surnamed Samuel and Titty uh, to Newcastle. Show me the money. <laughs> this that is was only alone as well, from what I remember. Yeah, this is... He turned down, like, five fucking clubs. I quite enjoyed... just sit on his ass and get paid all of the riches. Good lad. <laughs> Man of my own heart. Apparently you were also trying to... With, with no money, you were also trying to sign America Laporte. Yes, and... Uh... Andreas Christiansen from Chelsea. But Pep said that's fine, you can have him, but only if we can have Frankie Dion. <laughs> Again, I'd be okay with it. Not Frankie. Oh, I love Frankie right enough, but um, I also would like to play a competent defender for once in our lives. And I can live without Frankie. Uh, this next one would be quite cool. Gabigol to West Ham. 
Really? Yeah. For how much? Uh, Six million, isn't it? Yeah, not an awful lot. That would be quite wow. cool. I think they quite... should do that. Yeah, they definitely should. Because yeah, West, West Ham don't have a history of ruining strikers. <laughs> well, he, he had his chance at Inter, didn't he? And it didn't work out that well for him. So that would be brilliant. Because they had Jonathan... Yeah. Again, Chris, West Ham, strikers. <laughs> well, yeah, they... Don't signed... forget, but their, their record Premier League goal scorer is a glorified right-back. <laughs> I guess so, yeah. Because um, they had Jonathan Caleri for a while, if he did well in the couple of Adoras and then he ended up I think he went to Spain for a while didn't he Emma? Uh, yeah he played for I want to say it was Ketafe. Yes somebody. Uh, Danix or Zagadou to Manchester United um, that seems far too sensible. <laughs> yeah why would they do that? <laughs> and finally Liverpool won't sell Joe Gomez to Aston Villa and nor should we because he's very good. Why not? Because I quite like him to stay at Liverpool. But that's not a reason. Chris, because you're you like him. Am I what, a hoarder? Yeah. Um, yes. <laughs> you don't have all the good defenders. I've still got all the mag- I've still got all the newspapers from the day of the millennium. Why? Because I bought them, because I thought these were really cool. Just in cool. case Y2K happened. <laughs> no, I also bought them on the day of the solar eclipse in Cornwall and the day my children were born. <laughs> okay, I get your kids being born, but I don't get the others. Well, both my children... Any, did any of them say, where's the beef? <laughs> both my children were born on a Sunday that was a very expensive day <laughs> they could have been born on a weekday <laughs> but no they had to be born on the day all the supplements come out yeah and what time well, they must have been born because it could be difficult to buy Sunday papers at a certain time of day I didn't go straight out no I didn't sort of leave my wife <laughs> with a newborn well, no, no, were they born really they must have been born early in the day cause... yeah they were they were born yeah. in the middle of the night I just thought like... that you were like, here's the baby, and they went, oh, I'm off to the news agent. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. The midwife thinks you're going to go get it to wrap the baby in, like, <laughs> like, their, like, their, like their fish and chip. <laughs> I did start building a house on the day one of my children uh, were born, if that's a humble brag. <laughs> did you finish? Oh, I did. No, it was made of bricks and mortar. That makes me sound really manly, doesn't it? But um, yes, it does. It really does. Over- I've had a lot of wine. How are you doing? <laughs> I have really overplayed my part in that build. <laughs> did you did you like lay the ceremonial first brick? And then cut the <laughs> kind of, yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, transfers that have happened this week. So, Casper um, Kozlowski, uh, not Linda Kozlowski from Crocodile Dundee, uh, he's gone to Brighton for eight million pounds. Um, Nathan Patterson, Adam, has gone from Rangers to Everton for twelve million. Yeah, I've never seen him play. I like his place for Rangers. Yeah, <laughs> we did need a right back. Okay, have we signed two fullbacks this week? Yeah, we've signed some Ukrainian left back as well. I think, didn't we? Yeah, because we didn't have enough good left. We didn't have a good left back, so we needed to <laughs> to do this apparently. Yeah, uh, feels disrespectful. <laughs> feels disrespectful. Ricardo Pepe has gone from FC Dallas to Augsburg for 14.8 million and Michael Cuisance, who I didn't realise till this week was called Michael Nuisance, has gone from uh, Bayern to Venezia for 3.4 million. Um, that's a career going downhill quickly. Um, <laughs> it's my favourite weekend of the football season because oh, it is. Why am I a liar? 
I said this. Nostalgically, this used to be your... What you mean is this used to be your favourite weekend of the football season? No, it still is. I said this pre-recorded, didn't I, Emma? Before Adam joined us. He did say that to me unprompted. Yeah. But he also said it when I pre-recorded. When I, so he's, this is at least the third time he said that. <laughs> yeah, he's thinking if he says it out loud enough times, he'll convince himself it's true. <laughs> <laughs> but it is. Um... I absolutely love this weekend. Uh, I didn't say absolutely love, but no, it's probably my favourite weekend of the football season. What is it? Do you really enjoy watching Premier League B teams play? No, I quite like watching uh, smaller clubs take in huge amounts of fans um, to large grounds, making an almighty noise. Uh, I like the fact that you get to see rather than just away, like you know, a couple of thousand away fans stuck in a corner, like for league games, they sort of take over an entire end. Um, <clears throat> You get to see that. I get to see grubby old games in the dark and underneath the floodlights. Get to see that. Uh, it gets nice to know that certain football teams will make a whole load of money um, because they're playing. You know they play the... a lot of games in the dark, Chris. <laughs> if playing games in the dark is your no, but there's a special atmosphere to playing like, cup games in the dark. Doing that since like November. <laughs> there was a special. They invented, they invented a whole competition because they invented floodlights. It's called the league. <laughs> but no, this is like a. It's. it's has a special sort of hostility and atmosphere to it when you're watching TV and you've got your dinner on a Saturday night and the lights are sort of it's dark outside and you're watching a cup game on TV. Some Premier League team. Is the, is the actual answer here that you like it because the football's on, because the game's on ITV and you can watch it? No, no. Uh, I, I just... You realise that I can sit down every Saturday with with what would have to be quite an early dinner, but um, a <laughs> dinner and watch a Premier League game. <laughs> Yeah, that that's so early. It's basically lunch. Yeah, yeah no, no. This is for me. This is different. Not before my grandparents have their dinner, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's not every week you get to see Manchester City's B team win nine nil. I guess. But you might not see that. I, I, I'm okay. I'm going to read you out some. I will definitely see that if that's the game I watch. <laughs> I'm going to see some read some fixtures out here, and I think there could be a couple poor, of hmm? poor Scott. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I will apologise to him. <laughs> Well, as, as the eighth or ninth goal goes in, <laughs> <laughs> if it gets past ten, then you know it's gonna. Be, uh, I'll be very sorry. We don't this talk. Might be partly, this might be partly my fault. I'm sorry. <laughs> we don't talk about him anymore. <laughs> sorry. <laughs> uh, right. So, uh, fixtures. Some of the fixtures this weekend: Swindon versus Manchester City, uh, Millwall, Crystal Palace, Hull versus Everton. Adam. I had to look upset up. Written all over it, doesn't it? I, Everton, I had to we... look up. I had to look up today who we were playing because that's how little I care about the FA Cup. <laughs> Emma, will it be an upset or a cup set? No, it will never be a cup set. Because <laughs> uh, that's a thing I never want to hear a human say again. <laughs> uh, Chelsea, See, that, I was, think, that offended me. <laughs> I think we're only about a couple of hours away from hearing some trite opinions about how rappers are... A team like Everton should be going for the cup, and Raf is a cup manager, and they're gonna like. And you'll hear some probably Paul Ince claiming that they <laughs> can't. Uh, yeah, who versus? Hull are gonna win two <laughs> 0 uh, Chelsea versus non-league Chesterfield, uh, Swansea versus Southampton, West Brom versus Brighton, uh, Mondays Manchester United versus Aston Villa, Port Vale versus Brentford, Charlton versus Norwich, Liverpool versus Shrewsbury, uh, Spurs versus Morecambe. West Ham Leeds, uh, Forest Arsenal, and then the rest of the non-league teams is Kidderminster versus Reading, Yeovil versus Bournemouth, Boreham Wood, uh, hello Justin, versus AFC Wimbledon. Uh, there are no replays 
uh, in this uh, third or fourth round game. So yeah, I reckon there's a couple of good games there. So out of everything you just read out, I do yeah. not see the team that you would not expect to win winning. Forest versus Arsenal. I, I think that there's Arsenal a... will win. You sure? Yeah. yeah. Forest doing very well in the league at the moment. Steve Cooper's a good manager. Yeah, so are Arsenal. So are Arsenal. <laughs> uh, Kidderminster versus Reading. That's just two things you've made up. <laughs> no. I'm not even sure which one of them was the bigger team. Kidderminster are non-league at the moment. Reading are in the championship. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, Yeovil versus Bournemouth. Bournemouth are pushing for promotion back to the Premier League. They're not going to want to bother with the Chris, cup. stop talking about teams that people don't care about. They do care about them. <laughs> just that you don't care about them. Millwall Palace. Uh, Millwall Palace has got upset, hasn't it? Does it? Yeah. No. I don't think it does. Uh, let Millwall handball it in again. Manchester. Even, even if Everton do lose, I don't think that's an upset, considering <laughs> where they are right now. How bad they are. Manchester exactly. United versus Aston Villa. There could be an upset there and Manchester United win. Again, that's not an upset. <laughs> <laughs> hey, but um, Tish. That joke's written on this He's just been waiting for it. <laughs> yeah, he's lucky. He's lucky he got the teams the right way around for the joke to work. <laughs> well, yeah. Um, There's no guarantee. He's probably, just, he's probably just written, just written AV and can't work out who that is. They're <laughs> um, playing a team with voltage. <laughs> there's a couple. There's a couple times there that are the wrong way around. How do you mean? As in, I've written them wrong. In, but I will no no no. I don't, <laughs> I don't care enough to check whether you got the right. Thing. I probably haven't. I love that's what you assumed though straight away. <laughs> history history dictates that you've probably got the wrong, but we'll never know. Um, what I will give you is there is something about watching a game at like maybe like a non-league team when the Premier League team has to come has to go away to them and there's a temporary stand that's built up and there are people. Um, Watch stood up, sat on roofs, watching and stuff like that. Hmm. That just uh, sounds dangerous. Oh yeah, it's dangerous. That but doesn't sound. Not... So, is this the romance of the cup that you guys yeah. talk about? Yeah. Right. So I mean, some health and safety standards. There was um, Leicester versus. Oh, well, I'm not, I'm not, ha- I'm not having any. I'm not having Spain come at our health and safety standards. <laughs> Safest country in the world. There was Leicester versus Newport a couple of years ago. That was. <laughs> That feels like a claim you've just made. <laughs> Correct. <laughs> but I believed it, so you said you said it with confidence. I'm drunk. Leicester versus Newport a couple of years ago was a good tie. That took place at the Newport ground, and it was sort of dark under the lights, and Leicester were up against it, and there was a hostile crowd. And... Of, uh, was it was it Sutton United versus Arsenal? Yes, where your man had to eat the pie and he got fired. Yeah. He didn't have to eat the pie though, did he? He did it because they he got paid money. Yes. No, he did it because and Paddy Power had allowed them to put a bet on it and then some people had done so he was accused of, like, essentially um, spot-fixing, which was fine when Matt Letizia did it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, he did it, admitted in his book, but bet on it himself, he even made his own money. But, uh, Kieran Trippier sends a, an odd WhatsApp message or <laughs> that guy eats a pie. What a Kieran Tri- Oh, yes, Kieran Tri- Yes. Well. Men just wanted to have a snack. Yeah, unrelated. It's hungry work being in goal. <laughs> um, but there was a couple like that, like the Liverpool game, the Chelsea game. If they were the other way around, mm. they'd be a better tie, especially with no replays. 
Yeah, I mean, any team can go to uh, Shrewsbury and lose in the cup, can't they, Evan? Did Everton do that? Everton did do that. Yeah, we, 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 look. Is there a place they haven't been and lost? <laughs> Chris, we, we've, at some point, we've gone to a team and lost in the cup every year since 1995. Okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> I can't keep up with all of them. <laughs> I just want to find a tweet from uh, Mark Godfrey, who obviously formerly of this parish, um, an Everton one, fan who I've tweeted always, today. One thing I've always had a slight problem with the FA Cup is about this, that in, uh, they've got rid of the, the problem now, but but when you have these teams, you have teams that, um, for example, if those ties were the other way around, it's in their best interest not to win. I have, this has been a conspiracy theory of mine for some time. So the smaller team say to the bigger team, you're playing as it's our place. Give us a draw. We'll go to your place and we get the gate receipts and we'll let you win. And we'll roll over. Yes, exactly. And we won't injure any of your players. Isn't this competition like devalued romance, anyway? Emma. Because romance. <laughs> because Manchester City are going to play someone with a squad number of like 108. Uh, that happens in Liga MX all the while. Yeah, until they get to the final when they'll beat Watford 8-0. <laughs> yeah, and, and it, it, it's not really exciting, is it? Well, let me read your Mark's tweet uh, today, so you might relate to this, Adam. So, my hopes for an Everton FA Cup run over the last 30 years. 90s, it could be our year. Noughties, uh, get to the quarters, and who knows? 2010s, we'll be okay until we get drawn with Man City or Chelsea. Uh, 2020s, um, could we just not lose to insert lower mid-table championship team? Yeah, no wall. Or Hull, seeing you just play them. Just Millwall. <laughs> uh, Millwall's the one I can remember. <laughs> You're not playing Millwall. I mean, two of two of Everton's greatest FA Cup moments, and one of them involved a goal that they forgot to show on TV. So, <laughs> <laughs> what? That was, a, was it? That was a, against Liverpool, wasn't it, Chris? Where they, um, who was it now? I can't remember his name. Is that when Mason Holgate pushed Bobby Firmino into the advertising hall? No, that was a different good time. <laughs> different good time. And everybody uh, on Twitter became Portuguese lip-reading experts. Uh, I mean, that guy was obviously such a hero, you remember his name. <laughs> I do remember his name, but it's, I've, it's on the tip of my tongue. Unnamed Everton hero. I'm going to get him... The uh, the credit he deserves. This feels like the world's most convoluted Google search. That guy who did a thing against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Some Dan Gosling. Dan Gosling. What Dan Gosling? He was only nineteen. What did he do? In relation to Ryan. Uh, he scored a goal against Liverpool in the FA Cup. Um, but ITV um, forgot to show it. It was in the 118th minute as well. I don't remember that at all. Knocked Liverpool out, that's why you don't remember it. <laughs> I remember and because they didn't show it on TV? I remember Everton winning the Cup in 1995. Okay, but that's your old. You... <laughs> <laughs> surely, surely that's a better moment. Actually winning it. Yeah, but I don't remember that. I remember a goal that wasn't scored. I remember <laughs> Luis, I remember briefly being ahead in a... In a um, FA Cup final uh-huh. um, and the rest is pretty much misery 
<laughs> Fair enough. Right, well, the should we put... romance of the cup. <laughs> should we put you out of your misery and end this podcast then? Oh, this is a misery, Chris. <laughs> right, uh, so th- we are Man of the Post. We are part of the Man of the Post network. Uh, Ali and Simon and Dave will be back uh, next week to preview probably the games that we've been reviewing. Um, you can... That's going to be a long, a long podcast. <laughs> uh, you can find us on Twitter at Man of the Post and Instagram at Man of the Post. You can find us on all your podcast uh, apps. So you can follow us and rate and review us on Spotify, Stitcher, Acast, and uh Apple Podcasts. Seems nobody can follow anybody on Twitter anymore, can we, Adam? Nope. Fair enough. Uh, so I'll just say uh, thank you, Adam. Goodbye. Bye. Uh, thank you, Emma. Adios. Adios. And always remember to keep your man of the post. <laughs>